Hi, welcome to Craft Beer Bucket List with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. And welcome back, everybody, to Season 2, Episode 9 of Craft Beer Bucket List. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Mike. The other host you see there, that's Biggest Ray. Biggest Ray Ray, that's him with the stash, rocking it, killing the stash. What's up? And then he's got the Dallas Cowboys hat on, which uh, I'm a big fan. So, Ray, everything going all right your way? Absolutely, Mike. It's a great day. How about you, buddy? You know, uh, it's been a pretty darn good day here, too. Um, I've been dealing with some uh, finding a house situations. But other than that, uh, it was a pretty nice day outside. Man, no complaints, no complaints at all. So, and I'm ready to drink some beers. Uh, yeah, man. You know, it's always a good night when I have to. You know, always a good day when I know I'm going to be drinking some beers with you on this podcast uh, or the video. What do they call a video podcast? Is that just video like a podcast? Is it just like a vlog too? Uh, no, this wouldn't be really considered a vlog. Why not? Um, still, still, still a podcast. So, a vlog is like a. It's like storytelling, if you will. Okay. So like a blog where someone tells a story, a vlog is the same thing, but with video. Okay. So, so this video, is a video podcast. Yeah. Video podcast. Well, um, it's, all, you, it's all good. No, I, I mean, I, you know, I didn't know. What, uh, you know what, beer, what beers do we have tonight, Ray? So we have another solid lineup, Mike. Uh, to start off, we're going to be sharing uh, Rock House Brewery's Key Lime Pie Gosse. Uh, then I'm going to be drinking a beer from Stone Cloud Brewing right out of Oklahoma, where I'm at. It's called the Extra Sandwich. It's a Citra Pale Ale. Mm-hmm. And uh, you've got a beer from Lexington Brewing, uh, the Bourbon Barrel Ale. Yeah, and so that's a that's a real popular beer from Lexington, Kentucky that uh, you can find all over the world. Oh, very um, cool. So it's uh, yeah, and I'll talk more about that here in a second. So um, Ray, I'm going to do the initial pop the top. You ready? Excuse me. Yes, okay. let's hear it. Oh man, I'm going to follow you up. Oh, so nice. We need to. I, I wish um, you know we didn't have to pay a lot of money to get Alan Jackson's Pop the Top again um, to play while we're doing that. Oh man, that was a great cover song, wasn't it? Yep. The cheers. So Rock House Brewing, Lexington, Kentucky. Um, so. Rockhouse started as a collection of homebrewers in the Lexington area, and they have a bunch of different backgrounds. Um, but they saw the need in a certain neighborhood there in town and found a spot. And you know their their mission is to create some top quality beer uh, for everybody and anybody. Uh, and then that you know they love music, so they thought Rockhouse would be a cool name. Um, it's a it's a cool little spot. They have they have an old house that's actually like a tap room. And then they've got a warehouse that's separate from them, separate from that building uh, on the property where they've got the brewing system and they've got a, a lot of picnic tables and a projection screen. So they watch uh, Kentucky Wildcat basketball and stuff like that. Um, it's a pretty good, uh, pretty good setup down there. Uh, 
but man, I took a first drink of this and uh, I'm digging it. What do you think? So, uh, you know, a lot of times you see a name like this is very specific. It doesn't yeah. say lime gosse or key lime gosse. It says key lime or it says key lime pie. Very specific. Yeah. And uh, this to me very much tastes like a key lime pie. It does. Just with a bit of sour to it. And it's like, this is actually really quite delicious. Uh, I, I had low expectations going in. I didn't want to be disappointed. Man, I, I same here. <laughs> I, I, I'm surprised. Yeah. It's like, um, wow. I'll tell, tell you what, I, what I'm surprised at is that the graham cracker taste in the background. Yes. Like as, yeah, like, as you get through the drink. The graham it's, cracker flavors just kind of subtly rises up and gets you. They're totally on the back end. It's the only yeah. place I get it is on the back. It's like talk about complexity. Right, um, just said he gets graham cracker on the back end. <laughs> hey, you know, when in Rome. <laughs> no, you know what? Um, this, it's really good, man. I, I really like it. It's it's got the uh, it's got the creaminess of a key lime pie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got the the lime zestiness with the sour notes. Uh, I mean, golly. You know, and, and the Gose is a is a German tradition. It's a traditional German, German. beer. Um, you know, so it's got a, it's got a, supposed to have some lemony sourness to it. Um, you know, it's got to have a little saltiness to it. Um, but man, um, you know, so, so for a, what I would consider a light sour is what I consider a Gose in, in, in Mike Bradley terms, right? This hits it. This is really good. Dang, dude! I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be ranking this one pretty pretty high. Uh, yeah, yeah, no doubt. So on my on my real bucket list, Mike, like outside of the podcast, like stuff I wanted to do before I died, like legitimately keeled out. I wanted to eat key lime pie in the Florida Keys, and I did that about five years ago. Um, and so it's like I've had some like legit key lime pie, right? And this very much reminds me of key lime pie I had in the Florida Keys. Yeah. Which is where key limes come from, right? Yeah. You know, they're much smaller, more vibrant flavored limes. Yeah. And uh, this is put together in a way that just drives it home. This is a home run. And I uh, was like, I, and I'm not knocking the brewery, but, you know, you see just that the basic can, very plain label. So it's uh, and that's not to ever judge a beer, but you see they they don't put a lot of budget into their their advertising, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. They still make a good product, but sometimes when you see that, it makes you question the beer. It's like, well, are they still new? Have they got things figured out? And again, not being judgmental against the brewery, but those are sometimes thoughts you have when you see this. Um, I don't know how these guys haven't got to a point yet where they have just like high quality mass produced cans, the amazing, you know, can art and everything else, because this beer is totally worthy of that. Yeah. So they, they are a smaller brewery. Um, I want to say they're sitting on a six or seven barrel system. Um, okay. And, and this one is a seasonal, I think that's canned. Now I picked it up just as the, the whole COVID-19 shutdown was kind of initially taking place. And I gathered, gathered up some beers before, lockdown happened right um and so this is one of those and i got their last four pack 
Um, I did not get to, I, they only had two and I grabbed it. So I sent you one and I have one. Gotcha. Um, so that's all they had, but, uh, man, so, you know, I'm not an expert in this style of, I, I, I'm not an expert in this style of beer. It's not my typical style I go to earlier today. Um, I posted on our social medias. I tried the, a beer you sent me, the Garvey's point strawberry cream sour. Yeah. Um, I think you've already drank yours, right? No, I was saving that. Okay. And, well, uh, I already drank it. I, I saw that on the Instagram. It's like, Mike, you know what, buddy? You know, hard, that's a hard beer to find, by the way. I, I don't know why. Garvey's I point. didn't. Yeah. It was not for me. It was not what I would like to have. Gotcha. So it's a sour that was a miss for this guy. I could see where people would like it. This is a sour beer for a lot of different people. I think a lot of people would dig this. Yeah. It's got the excellent flavor. I think the, the carbonation and the flavor balance, everything is just really well done here. It's a well-done beer overall. And the fact that they could get there with all those balances and still replicate the key lime pie flavor that you're talking about, um, I think says quite a bit, man. Yeah. Cause like the, really the graham do. cracker, just like, I don't ever oh, expect yeah. that in a gosse or a sour in general. Yeah. So I don't know how they pulled it off. I'm not a brewer, but yeah. it's like, it's legit there. Yeah. And it's like, dude, kudos. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so I, I'm, I'm going to get right to it. Uh, as far as food sure. pairing, um, I, I think it's it's. I don't know if I have a food pairing with this. I think it sits well by itself. I think this is a good beer for uh, an evening when you're relaxing and whatnot. I say, if anything, maybe a small separate bowl of ice cream to kind of go with it. I don't know, um, but I think it could stand alone. And then I'm gonna give this a nine out of ten. Yeah, yeah, nine out of ten. I, I can see that. Yeah, it's good. It's that good. So anyway, what about you? What kind of what kind of food pairings and what kind of rating would you give this thing? So I'm probably going to surprise you with this number, Mike. Seven. Four point two. I, I wish I could go that high with it. Okay. Uh, no, I'm totally kidding. I would easy. I would easily give this one a nine out of ten. Okay. Uh, great representation of the style. It speaks to my taste, bros. <coughs> Goodness, excuse me. About to tear up over here talking about this, Mike. Um, <laughs> it's, it's so beautiful. <laughs> uh, but no, in the complexity. So it's got, you know, three things just going for it. Um, I think they need to put this up, you know, in some competitions and win some gold medals for, for this beer. Because I think it would totally win some. Uh, so easy, 9 out of 10 for me for those reasons. And uh, for food pairings, uh, I want a piece of key lime pie with this, Mike. Like when I Rome, want the beer right? and the pie, and uh, and not a slice, the whole damn pie. Um, just sit down with a can't fork, and no, I, I, I can't. I'm almost forty. I, if I couldn't finish a pie, and if I did, I'd be miserable. Um, but no, I, I want the pie with this beer. I think this is the perfect way to end any day for any reason. It's like, oh, I crashed my car and won the lottery. Let's have some. Key lime pie, gosse, and some real key lime pie because why not? Man. Um, yeah. Kudos to them. I, so, we, I mean, we both gave it a nine out of nine. We both gave it a nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Yes. Um, you said you'd want to eat some key lime pie with it. And I said I'd probably have a little ice cream with it. I think it's a dessert beer then. Yeah. 
Yes, um, I agree. It's uh, you know, it's got the it's got a nice uh, salty uh, essence to it. I think it's well done, man. I you know I think our yeah. ni- nines across the board mean a lot. I think that's a real solid beer. Yes, and um, I, I'd say uh, put this on your bucket list. Absolutely goes on the craft beer bucket yeah. list. No yeah, doubt so, about it. How about that? That's a good first beer. Yes. Yeah. So, Mike, before before we drive on to our own beers here, um, I need to know something. Do you think sure. you can handle a quick question? Yeah, shoot it, shoot it. And welcome back to the second part of the best craft beer podcast you will ever see or hear, at least in my own humble opinion. But, Mike, you've got a beer lined up ready to drink. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it, and uh, we'll get right back into it. Yeah, so the, the, the best story, so people might recognize this. This is the bottle cap. It's not want to really focus that well because of light issues. But Uh-oh. so this is um, the the logo, the brand for Lexington Brewing Company, which is best known for two de- two beers, the the Kentucky Bourbon Barrel L, and then the Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Stout. And those two beers you can find across the nation. I was actually in uh, where was that? Coastal Georgia near Jekyll Island. Um, some people might know where that's at. And I went into a little bar and they had they had the bourbon barrel stout on tap. And I said, I said, man, that's crazy. I'm from Kentucky and that's a local beer. And they're like, this, you know, because it was like January, like we, we keep the stout right. on in January, February, but the rest of the year we just have the bourbon barrel L on. And they go through a keg a week. Wow. And they just order and they order and they order and they order. So anyway, they go through a lot of it. So it's a popular beer. Um, so the, the fun part is, is I actually got, uh, this beer, um, on the discount rack because it's missing a label, uh-huh. but you know what? It happens sometimes. Label doesn't matter to Mike Bradley. No. So what I'll say is it's, a, it's an Irish red beer aged in bourbon barrels so the um, Town Branch Distilling, which is owned by a, con- there's several of these companies that are all owned by a conglomerate called Alltech. I don't know if conglomerate is the right word. A parent company, right? So uh, Alltech's a parent company, and they they specialize in animal feed. Their side projects are Town Branch Distilling, I think, um, Lexington Brewing Company, and those are both in Lexington. And then they just built a new uh, distillery and brewery out in, um, I'll think of it here in a minute, in eastern Kentucky, Pikeville, Pikeville, Kentucky, Um, which some people will know as like the Hatfield and McCoy area, right, of Kentucky. Right, right. Um, So so anyway, um, but they're locally, um, you know, they've, they've got a lot of beer, but, you know, that they send out. They got the tequila barrel wheat, which we've had on our podcast. I think I drank that. You did. Um, and then they have a, an award-winning pumpkin beer called the Pumpkin Barrel L. Um, and since then, you know, they've really started to really expand some of their 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 smaller batch stuff. Um, and I've actually got another beer from the Lexington Brewing Company in my fridge right now that uh, we'll introduce at a later time. It's in a can. Um, but man, this beer really is uh, very good. Uh, I'm not, for me, bourbon barrel beers typically, ha- for me, have to be the darker beers. 
And I haven't had a lot of the lighter beers that I think perform well. But so this is a Kentucky Irish Red Ale. It's aged up to six weeks in bourbon barrels from um, their local distillery. Yeah, six weeks, which for, for, a, for a regular ale, that's plenty long enough. You know, it's, it's about right. right. Okay. Um, so, so, and, and they've been doing it since 2006. So it's been around a little bit at this point. Um, it's, you know, it's got, as far as a smell, you can definitely smell the, the, the bourbon notes coming through it. It kind of smells, what was that Belgian, uh, uh, trip uh, over the, uh, Le Fin du Bon. So it kind of has a slight Belgian type flavor or smell. Okay. I'm sorry, not flavor. So, man, you get a lot of those those uh, caramel and toffee notes and stuff like that. Uh, a lot of strong bourbon barrel flavor to it. I uh, I know some people will probably say it doesn't have a strong enough bourbon barrel flavor. Uh, you know that bourbon essence. Um, yeah. I'm going to say it's probably a little too strong for the L for my taste. Okay. Um, so. Uh, because it's a light beer, an Irish red is, you know, is, is not a heavy beer. It's yeah. supposed to be drinkable, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I think it's got, um, you know, it's got a, I'm going to get the vanilla kind of aftertaste on my tongue as I'm talking about this. So I must say it's kind of, the, the body is a medium to light, right in that range, closer to medium, right? And the flavor is probably better suited for a, a very firm, medium body beer for me so i say all of this but then i want to read you the recent awards it's won the bourbon barrel l so it's the kentucky bourbon barrel l has recently won a silver medal in usa beer ratings um they won a silver medal at the world beer championships a gold medal medal at the u.s open beer championships gold medal at north american brewers association beer fest um a silver cup in the world beer cup um, a gold medal at the New Zealand Beer Awards. I mean, so it's it's you know I say all this and it's it's racking up awards like it's nobody's business, right? Sure. So I mean, I don't know, man. Uh, for, for I think for me, I think that the 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 bourbonness comes on a little too strong for the Irish Red L. All that being said taste just fine i don't know if i could drink too many of these just because the uh it will get overloaded my taste bros would probably uh, kind of be meh after one of these so what's the carbonation like on that mike it's on point i would say it's a you know if anything it may be a slightly under carbonated for the beer type um for the beer style um but no it's it's right there i would say the, the, the carbonation i'd say is just fine um, and, you know, as far as, um, you know, the, the overall flavor balance, like I said, I think it comes on a little too heavy with the bourbon, but the rest of it's really good. Um, I think if they, if it, and, you know, and I know the bourbon flavoring could probably, you know, they probably have a big, uh, you know, when they dump the bourbon, the beer out of the bourbon barrels, they probably, you know, right. dump it all into one big, you know, uh, bright tank and whatnot. Uh, so it's, you know, it's a mix, but you still, you know, I know that can change quite a bit from batch to batch too. So. But it's it's good, um, you know. As far as my preference goes, I'm probably going to rank it, uh, slide it down a scale a little bit, just because of the the heaviness. I think that heaviness of that flavor should be reserved for heavier beers. There you go. Um, that can handle it a little bit better. So, all that being said, it won a ton of awards throughout the years. Uh, recently, 
um, you know, it's not, it's not been around, it's been around what I say, 2006 or something like that. So, I believe so um, yeah. yeah. And, and so it's not been around, it's, it's been around long enough to be known, but not to, you know, it's not got the history of some of these other, uh, sure. big award winners, but I'm going to give it uh, a seven and a half to eight. I'll, I'll go ahead and say an eight just cause I hate doing that range. I'll say an eight. Um, right. and I think it could do a little bit better on that if it just kind of backed off of that bourbon barrel bourbon barrel flavor and i know a lot of people are going to disagree with me on that that's fine it's uh it's my rating i say what i want um but i still go. think i still think eggs pretty good and i'm going to stick to that and as far as a food pairing man i you know i really don't know i would say um something that i would probably like to eat with this is probably um like a little heavier of a burger like a bison burger or one time i had a kangaroo burger and it was, you know, the, the flavor was a little bit more, you know, uh, up there, a little bit more um, pronounced flavors in those meats. And I think that's what you need to balance this out with food. So that's what I'll go with that, man. What do you think? That all makes sense? That does make sense. I get on board with that. So you know, I've had a good number of the bourbon barrel aged beers. And a lot of times for me, they're a miss. Uh, it's it, it, the bourbon just shines through so much. It kills the style of the beer. Uh, you know, we've had a handful of good, like Goodwood. I'm a huge fan of theirs. Another Kentucky, you know, yeah. brewery. I think they did a fantastic job with their bourbon, uh, barrel aged beers. I've had yeah. a couple of them. I didn't like their tequila barrel one. Um, but their bourbon barrel was fantastic. Yeah. Um, but all the other ones that I've tried just for me and my taste bros, complete miss. So award yeah. winning, uh, it didn't speak to me. To me, it seems like I had a quite a few different beers aged in rum barrels, and I think that flavor balance is a little bit better with a wider variety of beers. But being in Kentucky, you know, you got to have got to have the bourbon barrel, yeah. Sure. Um, so anyway, yeah, I'll give it an eight, and I'll say it's got to have like a, a buffalo burger or something like that with it, with a um, good good slice of really sharp cheddar cheese on there. So it really challenges the different flavors. You know what I mean? Right on. So, so what about you, man? Let's talk about your beer. I know you've got a really good beer over there. Yes. So uh, I'm a huge fan of Stone Cloud Brewing. Um, I've had several of their beers. I've reviewed one before um, on our podcast in season one. I uh, had their Belgian-style wit beer, which was fantastic. Is um, that the Neon Sunshine? Neon, Yes. Wow, good memory, bro. Yeah. And so uh, I saw this the other day, the Extra Sandwich Citra, Citra Pale Ale. I'm a huge fan of Citra Hops. Um, and a lot of hop, I don't consider myself a hop head, but anyone that knows me knows I'm a fan of IPAs. It's my go-to beer style. Sure. And, uh, I don't have a man bun and I'm not preppy enough. Not preppy is not the right word, but I don't feel like my, me as a person fits in. You're not a, a hipster. Lot of folks that, I'm not a hipster. I'm not. Um, I, that mustache is looking pretty hipster. <sighs> yeah, that was a total mistake though with the beard trimmer. No, it's not. It's, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. It's not a mistake. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you. I've I've had a lot of compliments on it, and I'm like, what the? I thank you guys for making me feel better. Um, I just don't like to see a naked face on me at all, and this was what I could salvage out of a new beard trimmer. So anyway, it happens. Um, people are like, oh, you got a white herb stash? I'm like, oh, oh, that's cool. Yeah. White herb is my hero, man. I totally love the guy. So, <laughs> yeah, so um, tell us about this beer. <laughs> but this beer, nothing to do with white herb. But anytime I see the word sandwich, I'm just immediately drawn to it. Sandwiches are my spirit animal. Um, I don't even think that's possible. I brought but with it. I want to give this a shot, Mike. So this is my first go around with this beer. Ooh, foamy. 
Foamy. Clear that off the top. <laughs> That's a good first impression. It's like, oh, hello. I'm here to say hi to you, buddy. You know, when you first said your hero is wired, or I, it makes no sense. But what oh, popped into my head was uh, the Blazing Saddles theme song. <laughs> <laughs> he rode a blazing saddle. He wore a shining star. His job to offer battle to bad guys near and far. Shall I go on? Uh, no, no. Let's let's talk about the beer. We don't want to lose the listeners here with that. <laughs> I don't know. You might pick up a handful. Who knows? Right. Who knows? Um, but man, this uh, I'm immediately very impressed with this beer. It smells hoppy, which I want for a pale ale. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of of hop forward beers. Oh, this just makes me happy. Um, so I wanted to you know, describe it. And before I get into the beer a whole lot, so this beer is is brewed uh, in collaboration with REI, you know, the big sports you know, outdoor store. And a, a percentage of the profits goes towards the benefit of the Wichita Mountains Wildlife Sanctuary, which okay. I think is super cool. Uh, I didn't know that when I bought this beer. Um, and if I'm to be honest, you know, this is in our in our notes, you know, that that Mike compiles before we do a podcast. And because uh, there's always a lot of stuff out there, and it's uh, information that's available that we don't always give, and we go and pick out the beers that we want to try for the podcast. So this for me was something cool. I love to support good causes, love to support outdoors, and I'm glad that one of our local breweries that I happen to be a fan of is collaborating with somebody like REI to to make things better. So super huge fan of that. And um, so the Wichita Wildlife Refuge, uh, that's in southwest Oklahoma. And they actually have the, the wildlife refuge has is home to a free ranging longhorn cattle uh, herd. Oh, there you go. That's, that's you know. trivia. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think they got some bison on the property too, but the longhorn cattle is a free ranging herd. Right on. Yeah. So there you go. So how, how do I segue back into the beer after that? Awesome tidbit of knowledge. Right? Uh, I mean, you know what? It's awesome uh, <laughs> trivia for an awesome beer, and you're going to tell us about this awesome beer that's 5.4% ABV. It, it is 5.4% ABV. No, I wasn't able to find the IBUs on this. Uh, I'm a huge fan of knowing the IBUs for a pale ale. And I know we've talked about this before, but a lot of beers are, are breweries are getting away from putting that information on the cans. But I still like to know that. Um, I couldn't find anything out specifically about it. Yeah. But, uh, dude, the breadiness, the notes come through in the aroma and the taste. Uh, it's got, again, that, that hop forward, you know, it's got that hoppiness, right? Very hot forward. You yeah. get that from the front to the back as it goes down. It's got a, the mouthfeel is exactly what I expect for an IPA. It's, it's solid, but not so much that it's unbearable. It just has a presence that lets you know that it's there. And uh, as far so, as, you know, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say with the citra, you know, normally you get some like some orange, some lime, some uh, mm. grapefruit. You getting any of that? No, absolutely. And uh, I was just uh, just about to go there with that. This okay. one's a little different for me. I, I want to say I'm tasting kiwis. Okay. Which is kind of a nice change of pace because I expect those oranges. I expect the grapefruit. You know, I expect some pininess, which doesn't necessarily reflect, you know, citrus, but you expect some piney notes. 
where I don't really get pine in this so much, maybe a little, but kiwi. I'm like, hmm, okay. Like, am I tasting that right? And yeah. maybe it's something else I'm misidentifying it, but I'm getting that citrus plus maybe some a little kiwi in there. And I kind of like that. It's a nice change of pace. Yeah. There you go. It's all about what you taste and how you feel about it. So yeah, absolutely. It's your, beer, it's your rating. It's your podcast. Yeah, absolutely. So I've got to be honest about it. Um, but no, that's that's what I'm getting out of it. And this is kind of a it's a playful take on an IPA or a pale ale. Yeah. Well, good. And uh, I I kind of like that. It's 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 staying true to the style, but it has just a fun little flair about it. And uh, so you kind of see that you're like extra sandwich. Just for me, the can art, it's just a piece of bread with the corner missing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the font, just a little wordplay there. It's just kind of quirky and fun, not over the top. And I, and I kind of feel like that's how this tastes. It's quirky and fun and not over the top. Um, I, I'm really enjoying this. And it's like, man. Well, you really enjoy it. And that's kind of what the whole point of an extra sandwich is, right? So the first sandwich, you're hungry. You're just scarfing it down. You're like, ah, oh, I'm so hungry. Ah. And then a second, the extra sandwich, right. you you're already, you've already eaten a sandwich, so you can take your time and enjoy it. Yeah, no, I like that. I hope that's what they meant. I'm not that's, sure. That's what happens to me when I go to Jimmy John's. Free plug for them. I get a JJ Gargantuan, you know, and I'm like, oh, scarf it down. Yeah. And then I have a second one, and then I take a bite, and I'm like, dear Lord, I can't eat two of these. But I'll at least get an extra bite, because there's sometimes that, like, I ate part of it. But no, you enjoy it so much differently in the second go round. I'm with you. Do y'all still have it Quiznos around? Um, you know, maybe. I, I haven't been to Quiznos personally in years. I'm uh, not a big fan of Jimmy John's bread. Mm. Um, you know, so nothing against the rest of this stuff. It's just that the bread just doesn't right. it's, it's for me it's boring. But I really like the Quiznos sandwiches. Yeah. And then um, you know, with the uh I think Subway's doing a good job of getting a variety of breads that you can roll with. But anyway, sorry, uh, we we hijacked that. What yeah. kind of so would you what kind of, would you what kind of food pairing would you go with this beer? So, I mean, this because this is kind of quirky and fun. I'd almost want a food that is also quirky and fun. And uh, I'm I'm trying to think of something that that fits that bill. Like, what is kind of a more quirky food? And, uh, man, this is tough because normally the IPA want a big, bold flavor, just like mm, something to go with it. And here, I, I don't necessarily want that. What a quirky food, huh? Yeah. Oh, man. goodness. Excuse me. The carbonation. This So the carbonation on this is actually a little high for what I want for an IPA. It's not over the top, okay. but it's and that burp just made me think about that. Excuse me. Uh, but still, it doesn't take too much away it just makes it a little more carbonated yeah uh, but as far as food no my my this sounds so stupid but i'm, I'm kind of leaning towards a, a bacon peanut butter and jelly i don't know if anybody out there's ever eaten one of those i do it on occasion because i like peanut i have a six-year-old daughter so peanut butter and jelly is a staple in my house and on occasion, I'll fry up some bacon and I'll make one of those for myself. Right. So mm -hmm. have lunch with the kiddo. And uh, you know what? I'm going to roll with that, Mike. Okay. Peanut butter and jelly. 
with bacon, not peppered bacon, not the apple smoke. No, just basic ass bacon. Just fry up a couple of slices, put on your PBJ, and boom, done. And uh, yeah, that's where my brain went. So, like, you know what? Just go with it, dude. So the Stone Cloud Extra Sandwich. Um, what what is the overall rating you would go with on this? I would give it an eight point five. Eight point five. All right. And, solid. And solid. Absolutely solid. And more for the flavor than the. I think it represents the style just fine. But I can't yeah. get over how much I'm enjoying taking this down. Like I'm I'm slow rolling this a little bit because I don't want it to end. Well, well, what I'll do is I'll kind of wrap it up here and then you can enjoy yeah. all the beer you want. Um, so to kind of, you know, we're getting to the end. Um, we had, we both had Biggest Ray and I had the Rock House Key Lime Pie Gose. Um, very good beer. Um, we both gave that a nine out of 10. It, it had a lot of good things going on for it. Um, they're out of Lexington, Kentucky. Um, and then I had the Lexington Brewings Kentucky Bourbon Barrel L, which is an Irish Red L aged in bourbon barrels. And I gave that an eight out of ten. Now they're housed in Kentucky as well, um, but they distribute nationally, ex especially for that uh, that beer and their bourbon barrel stout. You can find those uh, throughout the everywhere and in some places internationally. And then to wrap it up, uh, Ray uh, Biggest Ray had Stone Clouds Extra Sandwich, which is a Citra Pale L. Um, and he gave that an eight and a half out of 10, um, a very solid score for, for that beer as well. So, uh, we had three new beers, uh, to the crappier bucket list, three more beers you have to try before you die. Ray, take us out of the social medias and we'll see everybody back here for season two, episode 10. 10. Yes. So again, thank you everybody for listening. I certainly appreciate each and every one of y'all being here. So I want to invite you guys to check out all the breweries website and their social medias. Be sure to give them some thumbs up and likes. Look in the description down below if you're checking us out on YouTube. Otherwise, look in the description on wherever you get your podcasts. Speaking of podcasts, if you hear us on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, be sure to subscribe and check out our new episodes, which comes out every Tuesday at 7 a.m. on whatever platform you listen to us on. And as always, guys, follow us on social media. Tag us in photos of whatever beers you are trying. We want to see what you guys are having. And also, please, please, please never drink and drive. But do me a favor and drink local. Do that for us. And be around when we release episode 10. Until then, have a great week. And we'll talk to you all soon. Have a good one. Adios.